أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والدحى والليل إذا سجى ما ودعك ربك وما قلى ولآخرة خير لك من العولى ولسوف يعطيك ربك فترضى ألم يعجدك ألم يجدك يتيما فعوى وَوَجَدَكَ ذَالًا فَحَدَى وَوَجَدَكَ عَائِلًا فَأَخْنَى فَعَمَّ الْيَتِيمَ فَلَا تَنْحَارْ وَأَمَّا سَائِلًا فَلَا تَنْحَارْ وَعَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثْ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هو الله أحد الله السمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد صدق الله العظيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم since um, <clears throat> all human beings are kept in check by living um, in the shadow of a fear that the big catastrophe is looming <clears throat> we're all in a sense like the goals of Asterix and Obelix who are convinced that the sky is going to fall on our heads and it takes very little evidence for us to construct <coughs> a narrative of a catastrophic future we actually seem to take great masochistic pleasure in uh, whipping up these images of a catastrophic future, somewhat similar to what a man does when he's got a broken tooth and he can't stop putting his tongue into it. We like torturing ourselves. <coughs> it doesn't occur to us there must be a reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the future deliberately opaque 
that there's never a clear line of sight between what you think is going to happen and what's going to happen. <coughs> Sometimes the most well-rehearsed routines can end up with a surprise. That surprise may sometimes be pleasant and sometimes it's not pleasant. So, so the, uh, this propensity that we have to um, describe a future to ourselves, which is a miserable one, is um, it's um, it's fundamentally unrealistic. So, <clears throat> I grew up in, uh, I was a young child in the 60s and the 70s, when the Cold War was very much still a reality. I don't know if you're aware of this, but we came pretty close to a nuclear um, catastrophic nuclear showdown in the 80s, as recently as the 80s, in the early 80s. Um, so when I was a child, we were absolutely convinced that a nuclear holocaust was going to be the fate of existence, that um, the world is going, going to become a, a nuclear wasteland. Um, <coughs> there was an acronym for this phenomenon, it was called MAD, Mutually Assured Destruction. And it really did seem as if the Soviet Union at the time and the Americans were absolutely poised with a finger on the trigger, just waiting for the gunfight. And that whole thing went away. And it went away very quickly and it went away uh, in a way that, that left everybody sort of almost standing around thinking, well, 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 what happened? Well, what definitely didn't happen is we didn't have the nuclear holocaust. <coughs> and let me remind you of another event that we all went through, which was 94. I know lots of people who, in 94, were putting bully beef in their cellars because they were convinced that the country would implode after that election and that we would be in the throes of the most vicious civil war that would be irresolvable. And that reality didn't happen. So, <coughs> it occurs to me that if you're going to look into the future and you're looking at something deliberately opaque, and then you then construct into this, this, this misty nether that you're looking into um, images of horror, then those images of horror are your construction. They're your images of horror. They're in your being. There may or may not be horror in the future, but that's not for you to know. You see, on our path, we develop uh, a different propensity. And that is not one which is concerned with frightening ourselves with regard to what co could go wrong, 
but to congratulate yourself with regard to what hasn't gone wrong. We spend far too little time considering how it is that we got to be where we are now. <clears throat> and when we do consider how we got to be where we, got where we are now, we normally have a way of describing that which kind of underscores a, um, a sort of a victim narrative. <coughs> oh, my life has been so hard on me. And I'll dare say that it's that victim narrative that creates the conditions that when we look into the future, we see a horror show coming. Because we think we've got all sorts of reasons not to trust the past. Or not to acknowledge or affirm the past, because the past has been nasty and horrible. So we have this sense of resentment. And therefore, we don't need to trust what Allah is going to bring to us in the future. You have to understand that these choices that we make to frighten ourselves with regard to this, <coughs> this boogeyman future, first of all, belies our faith. And second of all, it is the attribute of the most stupendous ingratitude. Absolutely gobsmackingly stupendous ingratitude. How many things could have conceivably gone wrong that would have killed you now, or could kill you now? There's an infinite number of catastrophes that could happen to you that could kill you. You can get a microbe that can kill you. A bullet can kill you. A rock falling on your head can kill you. A Scania truck driving over you can kill you. There's all sorts of things. Why on earth are you alive? Hasn't it occurred to you? That you're only alive because all sorts of catastrophes are withheld from you constantly. Not only are you alive because of things that are withheld, but you are, you, 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 you're kept alive by things that spontaneously go right without you having to manage them. Your liver works, your spleen works, your circulatory system works. <clears throat> You're like an aircraft carrier of beings, myriads of beings. You're like an, a walking country. You've got more microbes in you, foreign microbes, bacterial microbes, than what you have cells in your own body, to a factor of 10. You're this vast community, bigger than a country, of interacting, of billions of interacting creatures that make you possible. Surely that should strike you as absolutely annoying, as absolutely gobsmacking, as astonishing. <coughs> if that doesn't fill you with gratitude that all of these myriads of little beings are working together to sustain the platform on which your consciousness is supported, then... You, you are incapable of gratitude. You are incapable of the most primary human quality. A human being without gratitude is no different from an animal. <clears throat> 
the highest attribute that we have is gratitude. Because it's gratitude that creates the platform for us to actually see how stupendous things are. And it's seeing how stupendous things are that produces in us an experience of awe, which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us. We are being created to be worshipful beings. A worshipful being is a being in awe. Not a being pronouncing catastrophe in the future and looking back at the past and muttering in his beard about how miserable it was. If you think your own life has been miserable and you consider yourself to be alive to be miserable, then, then just ask around. Get a sense of some of the other lives that get lived around you. People are far more cheerful. And look at some of the catastrophes in those lives. I may have said this here before, you know, but I mean, I do think it bears repeating. And this is this issue of the assumption, and it's a miserable assumption, that suffering is the exclusive property of the underprivileged. Do you think wealthy people don't have children who die? Do you think the privileged don't get diseased? Steve Jobs, one of the richest men in the world, died miserably of cancer. We really, on this path, we really have to understand that the moment you've stepped off the masala of gratitude, you've stepped into the sea of catastrophe. At least you owe your Rabb good opinion. At least you owe your Rabb gratitude. As he says in uh, Surah Al-Rahman, uh, uh, which of, the, of his blessings are you going to deny? You're alive because of a sea of blessings. May Allah grant us the magnanimity to stay grateful. Amen. May give us on the masala of humility. Amen. May allow us to forego our, our uh, illusions about the future and it allow, may grant us deep gratitude for the past. Amen. May grant us the, uh, a deep trust for what the future is going to bring. In Allah, we